0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm Molly. So, Molly, I think that we could say that we are officially in the holiday season.
1: Yes, at the time of recording this, we're smack dab between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yes, and also smack dab on my birthday. I know it's Kristen's birthday today, everyone. Happy
0: birthday to me, but when people listening, it's not actually my birthday today. But you know, belated birthday wishes are always welcome. <laughs> So, since we are now in this in this month of festivity, mm-hmm. um, it also means that I don't know about you, Molly, but it means that uh, I'm planning to eat a lot more than I usually do. You know, people bringing snacks into work, having holiday parties, potlucks, mm-hmm. get-togethers. There's so much cake and pie the so season. So much cake and pie and eggnog, cider, cider. Some stores are having the fancy
1: hot chocolates. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So basically,
1: it's a bad time to want to fit into your jeans. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we should all be festive. Yeah. But to be slightly superficial about it as well, like the amount of food I'm consuming this month is not good. Yeah, and you know, it can, and it can kind of do a number
0: on, on your body. Once after uh, you've recovered from New Year's, you might wake up and say, "Man, I." I just feel kind of gross on the inside. Yep. Maybe it's time for a cleanse. A cleanse? I mean, celebrities do it? Yeah. Beyonce, uh, Beyonce lost supposedly like 20 pounds by doing a detox
1: diet for her role in Dream Girls. And you know, if you're, if you're already home on the couch for the holidays and just watching, you know, bad TV, you're going to see all these commercials saying that they can help you lose weight, like, so fast. Mm -hmm. and uh, Basically, colon cleansing, which can
0: either take the form of doing some kind of diet or drinking tea or taking laxatives, or you can go and get a colonic, which we'll talk about more um, in a minute. But It's based on this concept called auto-intoxication that basically, and this idea has been around since ancient Greece, Mm -hmm. and it's the idea that toxins accumulate in your bodies, leading to disease and possibly poisoning us, so every now and then we need to flush them
1: out. Right. And um, it was very popular at the turn of the 20th century, early 1900s. And then the medical community came in and was like, hey, no, there's no evidence of this. Um, and they kind of went out of vogue, but they're coming back in a big way now.
0: Yeah. Colon cleansing is, is a lot more popular um, than it used to be. I know people who um, get regular colon cleanses. I know a person who did it once and it
1: was too painful to do again.
0: Yeah. It doesn't sound like fun. Basically, if you go and get a colonic. Um, you have a tube inserted in your rectum and then there gradually you have about 20 gallons of water that are going to be flushed up into your colon and usually the therapist will massage,
1: massage your tummy mm-hmm. to work out all, all your poop. All your waste because there's this thinking that Um, you know, like Kristen was saying, all of these toxins get up into places they shouldn't be. And also there's thinking that once they're up there, they kind of disrupt everything. Mm -hmm. You know, normally food works its way out of our system in one to three days, maybe a week at most, but some of it's getting stuck.
0: Yeah. It's like getting compacted up there. You usually see it referred to as like colon sludge. But just to, uh, just to tell you a little bit about how your colon works, there's already a lot of stuff up there to keep the colon clean because every three days the colon will slough off cells and regenerate new ones first of all and then bacteria natural bacteria um, in our bodies are most abundant in the colon which has about 1 billion bacteria per milliliter wow yeah it's a lot so you've got all this stuff working to to keep keep all that food that's moving through Heading on out the other end.
1: And in most cases, the colon works pretty well on its own, which is why the medical community says you don't necessarily need to help it along. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes you'll look at these pictures. Not that I advise looking at these pictures, especially if you're about to eat soon. But people who claim success can show you these pictures of all the stuff that got cleaned out of their body. Just like the sludge, just gigantic piles of poo. And who thought I'd ever say gigantic piles of poo on a podcast? Not me. Not me Adam Happy Molly. birthday to you, Kristen. Thank you. A present
0: of poop. Um, but according to the Harvard Medical School, it might not be the best idea to get a colon cleanse. Um, because the thing is, you know, when we're talking about all this sludge, uh, Harvard points out that when fecal matter accumulates, it compacts into... Quote, firm masses in the open interior of the colon. So it doesn't, it's not clinging to these intestinal walls and clogging anything up.
1: Yeah. It's based on a false assumption of how, you know, this cleansing would even help your body. Um, and also if you do see like a huge pile of poo, it might be because the person was put on like a fiber regimen before the process started. Mm -hmm. So sometimes these, these diets will have you have taken just a ton of fiber. And then of course you're going to have more to take out and it probably would have gone through your body anyway.
0: Now, so far, medical literature has not concluded whether or not colon cleansing is necessarily good or bad for you, as long as you're going to, um, you know, reputable colonic dispensary. What would that be called? (laughs) A trained practitioner? A trained practitioner, yes. And who are obviously using, you know, very sterile equipment. Um, But there are a lot of risks involved. And there are some people who should not get colonics at all
1: right if you've got crohn's disease heart disease kidney disease uh heart disease what am i leaving out Kristen? uh ulcerative colitis i believe those people should not even be considering this but um even for the most healthy people there are some some side effects one it's going to be uncomfortable it's a tube up your rectum up your butt 20 gallons of water yeah where once there was Not 20 gallons of water. Yeah, well, Molly, though, it's not like they they don't turn the somewhere. They don't turn the faucet on full blast. No, but (laughs) it is gradual. It's gradual, but there's still a lot of water. It's a lot of water. Um, and it can cause nausea, infection, and like Kristen said, it might flush out the good stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, it can remove, um, electrolytes and also a lot of those bacterial flora that I was talking about, um, earlier that are in the colon to, to help clean it out.
1: And this is very rare. I mean, every, everything we read about this procedure notes that this is very rare, but I just want to throw two words out at you. Rectal perforation. It could possibly perforate the rectum.
0: That does not sound fun.
1: So, um, now if some people say that this is a good thing to do, if you might have parasite infection. Um, but if you do happen to go through a colon cleansing and you flush out all this stuff and you do see parasites, you need to go to the doctor still like, You probably didn't get them all out just by cleansing your colon.
0: Now, Molly, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, colonics are only one method for doing a kind of cleanse, colon or um, even a liver cleanse, because there are all these diets that you can do. One of the most um, well-known is called this master cleanse, and you basically drink a combination of lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup, um, and just that for And warm days. salt water. Yes, in warm salt water um, to flush your system out. And that's supposedly what uh, Beyonce used to, to lose all that dream girl's weight.
1: Right. And so you're supposed to do that for 10 days. And the purpose of all of these things, in addition to the weight loss, is people say you can also relieve everything from headaches, joint pain, fatigue, depression. Um, but again, the medical community does not have anything to back that up. And going back to the Harvard Medical School, uh,
0: they do not recommend these kind of diets because you're essentially starving yourself. You're putting yourself on an extremely low calorie diet that makes your best Basal metabolic rate drop so, mm-hmm. because your body is struggling to conserve energy. And the reason why, um, you're losing weight is from fluid loss because of low carbohydrate intake and frequent BMs because you are drinking the salt water. Uh, so when you get off the diet, you're going to gain the weight right back and right. pretty fast.
1: Right. It's, it's basically just cleaning out all the fluids. And as soon as you take in normal The normal amount of fluids you should be—it's—it's the water weight's all going to come back, and you're just like Kristen said, starving yourself. You're not getting any of the protein, fatty acids, essential nutrients that you need. Um, So don't be tempted by you know a promise of a 10-day fix or just a few days. We did find one CNN article that said if you're going to fast on some sort of juice or fluid diet, one day, one day, you got one day to do it, and after that, you need to start introducing back healthy, nutrient-rich foods because. Unfortunately, as as nice as it would be, especially around this time of year, to magically make an apple pie that someone ate all by themselves on Thanksgiving, not that I'm saying I did that, disappear. It's just not going to disappear overnight.
0: Yeah, and um, if you really want to get your, your body kick-started, just start flushing some stuff out the natural way, you need to just amp up the fiber mm-hmm. you're eating. So maybe, Molly... You know, if you are planning on Christmas to maybe eat a whole apple pie to yourself, just put a lot of fiber, <laughs> maybe in the, <laughs> in a the fiber pie crust. <laughs> fi- an all fiber crust. Because a lot of us aren't eating enough fiber every day. We're supposed to get, uh, a high fiber diet is considered, um, 25 to 35, 20, excuse me, to 35 grams of fiber in your daily diet.
1: Right. And you know, we actually, we were reading one CNN article about, um, the colon cleansing and those cost, you know, $100 a pop probably at least, maybe more in some places. Mm-hmm. And they're saying all brand, a box of just good high-fiber cereal, just costs a few bucks. Yeah. So if you need to flush things out, like Kristen said, start with the fiber and realize that there is no short 10-day fix. Um, it's going to involve lots of healthy foods, fruits, vegetables, all the stuff you know you should be eating but that you don't.
0: Yeah, and even and I think we should say one thing about um, liver cleansing as well because obviously our... You know, our livers kind of take a beating <laughs> during the holidays, probably too. Um, and the one thing that's often, um, touted as a way to cleanse your liver, liver is something called herb milk thistle. Mm-hmm. And research once again has shown that there's really no need to take this. It doesn't really produce any long lasting healthy effects for your liver. If you really want to detox your liver, say no to the booze. Right. Oh, Kristen, I have a question for you. All right. Foot pads, yay or nay? Nay, Molly. Foot pads are a hoax. I don't know if you've ever seen um, what Molly and I are talking about. Uh, you might see them on uh, those kind of TV commercials. They're these pads that you put on your feet. You go to sleep and you wake up and pull them off, and they're covered in gunk that supposedly was leached out from your from your foot through these magical pads. But um, same thing's gonna happen as far as the changing color and pulling the gunk out if you just spray them with water. Oh. Yeah, it's just a chemical reaction from your foot perspiration. Swell. So, Molly, I think you can return that box of foot pads. That's what
1: I got you for your birthday. Do you have a gift receipt? Ralph. try and find one because now I know they don't work. (laughs) So, everyone out there, have fun on the holiday season. Enjoy yourself. Live life large, because I would rather have two bites of a great Christmas cookie than ten days of cayenne pepper.
0: Yeah, and if you need to cleanse, treat your body right. Say no to the cigarettes and the alcohol. Get that healthy diet going. Maybe drink some a exercise. Lot of water, a little exercise. A could little will probably sleep. help. A lot of sleep. And uh, you should be on your way to a healthy and happy new year. All right. On that note, listener
1: mail. Yes. In our listener mail is about our debutante podcast. And our first one comes from Hannah, and she also has a birthday coming up December 20th. Hey, she'll be 18. Happy birthday, Hannah. And happy birthday to everyone who has December birthdays. Just want to throw that out there. So Hannah writes I'm a member of National Charity League, and every girl who graduates from my chapter, which is in Houston, Texas, Um, as a high school senior participates. It's not required, however, highly recommended in something called senior presentation. It is very similar to a debutante because girls are required to wear a floor-length black dress, here black is traditional for some reason, and be escorted by her father, who wears a tuxedo. We are also required to wear a single strand of pearls as jewelry. We are paraded down a runway, escorted by our father, while an MC reads a blurb about our life. If you cannot tell already, I am not particularly thrilled about this event. However, both of my grandmothers pushed me to do it, even though my mother's mother hated her debutante experience and my grandmother never participated. But I decided to participate even though I am not a Texas native, nor am I as frou-frou as the other participants. I consider myself very much a feminist, and I believe that feminists can still participate in an event like this, whether it's for themselves or someone else. It was nice to bond with my mother playing for this event, as well as bring my family together to attend. My best friend, as well as my boyfriend, will be attending as well, even though none of my close friends are actually participating. Unfortunately, senior pre- presentation does not include a ball, or the Texas dip for that matter, However, par Texas tradition, I have the Senior Women's Ball as well as prom to look forward to for that. Even though I was hesitant to participate, I think that this event really shows the positive evolution that has taken place in the debutante tradition. Senior presentation is not only to present women into the world as the name implies, but also to honor graduating seniors for their accomplishments in high school and give us a time to celebrate becoming a woman.
0: All right. Well, I have another debutante email to read from Vernette, and she... Uh, had her debutante earlier this year, a couple of weeks after she turned 18. She said it's a tradition in the Philippines, after you turn 18, the young girls have a debut. It's not mandatory, but I know a lot of my friends had them. Mine wasn't the traditional Filipino debut or American one, but I did have the basics down. Um, she had nine boys and nine girls on her court. She said there was no waltz or any other dances, but it was more of a social setting with live entertainment. And instead of my court lighting candles to express their wishes to me, they gave me roses, and instead of just one escort, my friends convinced five of my guy friends to walk with, walk in with me during my entrance. As for my dress, I didn't get the traditional white one. My mom didn't allow me to. She said that white dresses are only for weddings, and I agreed with her. So two months before my debut, we went to LA's fashion district and got me a light blue puffy dress for $149. Uh, she said the other dresses I saw were $400 and I could never imagine buying a $1000 dress for that matter. So she said anyway, that's my story of my debut experience. Not very traditional and I suppose a bit more modern. Overall, I had a great time and wouldn't mind reliving that night again.
1: Thanks, Renette. So there you go. If you've got anything you want to share with us, just shoot us an email. It's momstuff at howstuffworks.com. We also have a blog called How To Stuff. And if you go back through the archives, Kristen's got a uh, blog entry on detoxing without colonics and laxative teas and all that falderol. And if you want to read an article about detox diet, an article about colon cleansing, you know where all that is? Howstuffworks.com.